Episode three of Midlife Millennials. We are so happy that you have stuck with us through our first two episodes. And I'm Stacy. I'm Mandy, still. <laughs> I would hope you're still Mandy. Today. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you were not, that I would still be okay with that. I know. You would roll with it. I would roll with it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so um, did you pick your poison? So today I'm I'm kind of going for a, a redo of last week. I still have my cold brew, but I did. And so I'm not going to go too much into the cold brew, but I wanted to, I tried something new today. It's made by Mother Earth Brewing Company. It's the Cali Creamin Vanilla Cream Ale. Dirty. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, I've had that though. Oh God. I had it for the first time today. It's freaking delicious. Yes. I have had that. That's right. It yeah. still sounds dirty. Oh yeah. Kelly Creamin. Heck yeah. Yeah. Vanilla cream I, I am enjoying a toffee nut Starbucks, uh, fresh mm. from my Keurig that is mm. now cold because somebody took too long to uh, join me. It is Starbucks and it is still delicious. So I have to bring something up because it's just something that I noticed and I can't unnotice it. And once I mention it, you're going to go, oh, yeah. So <laughs> this is super random and not related to anything. Excellent. But I, we're, of course, Harry Potter fans. Yes. And in the movies where they start using the vanishing cabinet, notice how I said that. <laughs> the vanishing um, cabinet. <laughs> they say it in such a way that I cannot unhear the... <laughs> Just how they say it. So they're like, <laughs> let me see if I can do it. <laughs> Harry, have you been to the vanishing cabinet? The vanishing cabinet. Have you, have you seen the vanishing cabinet? Where's the other vanishing cabinet? The way they say it is like so, it's annoying. And like Draco says it like 10 times. And I'm like, oh my God, we understand. Like, and here we are with our American accents, like vanishing cabinet. <laughs> It's like when he says, I know he was meant to say this, but when he goes, Dagonelli. Did he just say Dagonelli? <laughs> did he just say cabinet? <laughs> you know, thank you. Thank you for that. I can't wait till the next time I, I see Harry Potter now. <laughs> Moving on. So today, the day that we are recording, but not that people are listening, um, it is Father's Day. So how was your Father's Day? I know your dad doesn't live nearby. Yeah. Uh, so my dad lives in Iowa, but uh, Josh's dad lives here in San Diego with us. So we um, we went to church this morning with them and then uh, had lunch with them as well. And uh, we actually, Josh got him some Omaha steaks, ordered, ordered oh those. Gosh. Yeah, <laughs> went full on fully. So I, I think we did Father's Day pretty, pretty darn well. <laughs> did I ever tell you? So when I worked for Hallmark and for our listeners, I worked for Hallmark for like seven years from like high school and through college and everything. Yeah. And um, when I became a manager, that's what they gave us as our Christmas gifts oh, wow. were these Omaha steaks. Well, Dang. That would be great if I wasn't like a starving student who's like, what the fuck do I need these sticks for? Give me like a bonus check. Like, what is this? 
I have um, a friend who was talking about Father's Day and plans with his dad and like Mm -hmm. had all these wonderful plans with his dad and his brother and everybody. And I'm like, oh, great. That sounds great. And then it dawned on me. I'm like, well, I'm not doing anything because my dad passed away for like four years ago. And then my stepdad is not, uh, he's a little grisly. We'll put it that way. So, but it like, my friend felt so bad, like, oh my goodness, here I am talking about all these wonderful things I'm doing with my dad. And like, you don't have yours. And I was like, oh yeah. Like, I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't bother me this year. And like, I always think of my dad, like on his birthday and on, on father's day and you know, things like that. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was kind of a weird, like, I don't want to, I don't want anybody to feel guilty or sad or anything about spending time with their dads. Like it's just was like a good reminder of like, yeah, while you've got the time with your dad, spend the time with them. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I can't believe that it's been four years, Stace. And, and, uh, it just, you really don't take into consideration day to day, you know, the, the time that you should spend with, with people. And so I think that that's very important that, you know, that we did mention that you know, Mm -hmm. so that's true. And you and I have one really fantastic memory with my dad. Yes. (laughs) His his wonderful love of. (laughs) So um, for people that are from San Diego, they will know for sure Sushi Deli, which is Mm -hmm. like the place. I mean, talk about bang for your buck. And it's just so great. So my dad at the time, was living in upstate New York and obviously I was still living in San Diego. And so he came out to visit and you and I were like, oh, uh, we want to take you out for sushi. Like come with us to Sushi Deli. Mm-hmm. And my dad is like such a trooper because he'll he'll try anything <laughs> once, you know. And like we don't even do like the crazy rolls. Like maybe the craziest we do is like a California roll or something. But I know sure. like you like the tempura ones or just like the veggie ones and stuff. So we got some that like everybody would like mm-hmm. and uh so my dad like tries it <laughs> and then he's like can i order some teriyaki <laughs> something a little more not something this little... yes <laughs> but so polite it so... Like... <laughs> like, being so nice about it yeah and he was so like full of adventure in the first bite and and when it hit the palate he was it just all of a sudden filled with this disappointment (laughs) i don't even think it was disgust it was just like oh why was this exciting for them yeah like i I need meat covered in sauce like (laughs) (laughs) but i yeah credit to my dad for trying things like that I don't know if this is like a millennial thing. I feel like this is totally a millennial thing though, but maybe other generations have had this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but FOMO, yeah, the fear oh, of yeah. missing out. Yeah. Like we coined the, we coined the term for sure. I figured that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so do you have FOMO I or totally like anything do. in particular? Oh my gosh. Um, maybe not some anything in particular um I, i've always had this this feeling of like um i want to i want to be able to do everything learn everything you know um anything down from 
like drawing and art and stuff like that and and be i want to be good at singing like just all those things and i feel like i'm missing out because i'm not taking those classes or learning about those things and Mm. like things in history but then there's also very specific things like um going out like downtown you know um it was Mm -hmm. such a huge thing i know we did it um pretty regularly for a while and it was fun and it was great and now like i i have no desire to do it whatsoever but fun <laughs> right. stuff happens downtown <laughs> i don't get to yeah. be there <laughs> yeah i and i think you and i are like very much alike because well so the other thing we we're going to talk about is like introverts versus extroverts which i think mm-hmm. totally goes along with this totally. and i think you and i are both introverted extroverts yes like we we want to be out and we want to be social. And when we are out, we're, we are super social. Oh, for sure. Like but, talk, I'm walking, I'm going to talk to strangers. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Not a problem. <laughs> Especially when we're together. Um, yeah. <laughs> but getting us out of the house <laughs> is the harder part because like with as excited as we can be to go somewhere that, and I actually, I feel like you are a little worse with this than I am mm-hmm. um, because I find a lot of times I'm the one planning things yes. to try to get people out. And like a lot of times you would not go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you would, but there were many times you would not go. And now like, now that I'm a little bit older, I totally, <laughs> totally understand. But I do tend part. to be, I do tend to be the person that like invites people a lot and um, you're often the guest. And the day will come and then you just don't want to go. And like, I'm like, for example, Friday. So I'm a big karaoke fan. Love to go to karaoke nights. And like, especially when I find my, my favorite KJs. So like huge shout out to Jim Thomas James entertainment out here in, uh, in uh, upstate New York. <laughs> They're pretty awesome. Um, I was super excited to find them because I moved out here and then COVID happened and like everything, all the karaoke shut down and all that stuff. So when I finally like was randomly at a restaurant one night and they were setting up, I'm like, oh my God, these people. And then they've just been my people ever since. Um, nice. But anyway, so I was like going to branch out and go out their way. They're like normally like a half hour from where I am, 20, 25 minutes, maybe max. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to invite people. And I have some friends out in the area where they're at now. Like, I think I'm going to go this Friday. And so I invited all these people and Friday comes around and it's pouring rain all day. And I got off of work and I'm like, oh, like I'm tired. The school year's almost over. So like every day is really just exhausting. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm tired and it's raining. And then one friend canceled and I'm like, well, that's okay. Like my other friend is going and she's going to be my DD and it's totally fine. Uh Um, And then she had something come up and she had to cancel. And I was like, well, that's okay. Like I have a couple other friends that are planning to go. I'll just meet them there. So I'm doing my makeup and getting ready. And then I'm like, oh, it just (laughs) hit me. Like, I'm like, I, I don't really want to (laughs) go. And now half the people I invited aren't going anyway. And now I would have to drive in this rain by myself for like 25 minutes. I can't really have anything to drink. Like, so I ended up- It's slowly becoming less fun. (laughs) Yes. So instead, (laughs) I canceled with the friends and opted to go pick myself up some uh, drive up Panera. I got a huge bowl of soup and like came home and had that. (laughs) 
Excellent. And watched like a show on Netflix for like two hours before I went to bed. <laughs> oh man. But, See, that sounds so comfortable and delicious. <laughs> right? So that's the, I think that's the problem is like, it's exciting and thrilling and you want to go out, but then you can be home in the comfort of your own home. Yeah, man. I, I get ready for things. So, and I get, I get so far, like my makeup is done. It is matte. I'm fresh. I'm just dressed to the nine and, and you know, about to walk out the door in five minutes. And that's when I'll be like, Oh God, I don't, I don't want to go and <laughs> do anything. Right. <laughs> and it's not even like lazy. Maybe it's, I've already exerted all my energy trying to make sure that my freaking makeup isn't, you know, pilled or freaking <laughs> bleeding or doing anything crazy on my face it takes a lot of energy to do that <laughs> or if it's just you know you start thinking okay well so we're gonna get there and this is what we're gonna do and this is gonna be a really long night it's already eight o'clock at night <laughs> i feel like some people though like totally have fomo like way worse than you and i do like people that just have to be involved i have a friend out here and love her dearly she's wonderful she helps me with a lot of things but girl has to be involved in everything and <laughs> then to the point where like she doesn't have time to do everything and then she's exhausted or doesn't get sleep or oh, like man. just all these things happen and it's like dude just it's fine. We'll do something else another time. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, but it's not just her. Like there are times where I'm planning things and I don't want all my friends to go. Like I'm, I'm the type of person who doesn't necessarily want all of my friends to know each other. I have like yeah. work friends and then like really close friends. And then, you know, I don't know, just like different categories of friends. <laughs> so some, I don't really love when the categories mix. Yeah. Oh man. I, I have, I have for a very long time had two very different versions of friends. And though I think they all would have a great time together mm -hmm. and some may, you know, get into the things that other people are into. I mean, if you know, you know, and Stacey, you probably know, <laughs> I have some friends. I have a friend group that I do. It's a very specific, you know, night out. <laughs> It's a very <laughs> set of skills. <laughs> they, yes. Oh, these friends wait, have wait, very wait. specific sets of skills. Does it involve a vanishing cabinet? <laughs> yes, actually. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a few of them that would love to lock other people in vanishing cabinets. Cabinets. Right. It depends on what's in the cabinet already. <laughs> <laughs> That's the excitement of it. Right. See, they, so, you never know what you're gonna get yeah there could be a whole other person in there yeah. <laughs> or two or three okay and so anyway. that's that group of friends <laughs> and then i have the other groups of friends that are um let's just say if they went to an ice cream parlor they would have a vanilla cone instead of you know a rocky road or a, which god i would never do a rocky road why did i even mention that well it has anyway. nuts in it but it yeah. also has the demon things. The demon thing. Marshmallows? The demon marshmallows. Oh. <laughs> That's a different episode. That's a totally different episode. Note to self. Demon marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs>
Demon, yes, put it in a note for a future episode. Demon marshmallows. Yeah, you don't want to get me on the topic of Ben and Jerry's right now. That's like a whole yeah. show on its own. Yes. Ben and Jerry's, please feel free to sponsor us and send us samples. As long as they don't have marshmallows. Well, I'll take the marshmallows. Well, yeah, you could have Some all of us eat our demons, apparently. <laughs> Dude, that's badass. <laughs> So that yeah, so I get exactly what you're saying with the two different like di- having different groups of friends that are I- into very different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they would all get together because there's obviously one common denominator between everybody. You know, whether it's their personality or their 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 kindness, their mm-hmm. interests, whatever it is. But I absolutely get not wanting to kind of melt the pot with everybody. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I will say sometimes I am surprised at the friends that I introduce that do end up like really getting along. Um, but there are times that I'm just like, nope, this thing that I'm doing is for like me and one select other person or like two select yeah. other people that like, I just, I can't bring these other personalities along with me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to work out. <laughs> For sure. And honestly, I think that enriches your relationship with that, the, that those people that you have that in common with anyway. I, mm-hmm. That's how we have individual and very unique and very valuable friendships. You know, right. if we were to share everybody with everybody else, we'd leave nothing for ourselves. I've noticed as I've gracefully aged um, <laughs> that I, my friend, my friend group in general keeps getting smaller. Um, oh, for like sure. close friends. Not that I don't get along with people and have people I can like hang out with, like go for drinks after work or something like that. But like mm-hmm. close, close friends, like I think I'm down to like, well, I don't know if I, I can't really include my sisters in this, even though I'm really close with my oldest sister, but like with her excluded, I maybe have like three close friends, not as close mm-hmm. as you though. You're still like the top oh. tier. Oh. I, <laughs> I know that for you, it's, it's a little different. You have three top tiers. I have to share my space. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I just, still the original, the original of that group. So oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I don't yeah. feel badly that you sometimes go and stray from our friendship. <laughs> Hey, 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 who's the one left in San Diego while all you hoes done moved away? (laughs) That's right. All of us all left me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You guys all fucking left. I even got one. Arthur's in Mexico, too. And I mean, that's I see him a little bit more than I see anything else. Which I saw he started uh, following us. So thanks, Arthur. Oh, he did. Arthur, I'm yeah, shout out to him. He's awesome. I used to work with his sister. Well, last episode when we talked about tutoring. Um, oh yeah, that's right. It was her class, huh? She did. They both. I can't remember because he had the two sisters. I can't remember. One of them, I think, was my tutor, and then the other one was a tutor with me when I went back. So yeah, kind of a small world. And then I met. Really, just kind of met Arthur through you a couple times, but yeah, 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 yeah. And I met Arthur through Sabrina, who is the Vegas one that moved away. Vegas one, (laughs) uh, the the Vegas, New York, 
and Florida, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. And then now my sister moved to, to NorCal. Yeah. That's true. So, and then Mexico. So yeah. I mean, everybody's We're all... all different corners of the mother fluffing continental <laughs> United States. And then like airline Continuous. prices are so high. Like I can't, my sister and I are on like every other year. So she's coming to me this year. Last year I was out to see you, right. all of you. Right. And actually went out twice because somebody got married. Uh, <laughs> yep. um so i've been out a couple times and then so she'll be out this year and then i'll be out again next year so that's a good deal yeah that's a good i would deal. come out like if i could do like every six months that'd be sweet but on a teacher salary oh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> every other year is, yeah <laughs> did i mention i also own a horse like what the <laughs> money what money <laughs> i was just gonna say like the 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 lack of of close friends not just because y'all moved away but <laughs> um i think honestly as as and i mean again this may be something that can go across generations you just not necessarily falling away but you really start to identify the friends that really hit to the core of you and they really bring out something in you and leave that mark on you. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, that's, that's kind of where I've found myself now 37, I think. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, and, you know, it, it may, it fills me with, I'm so elated with the fact that I found you women that have been that mark on my life and then been that closeness. I, even though was definitely more uh, introverted with the invites and <laughs> rarely ever participated, uh, you know. I, I but I I value that. I would rather have, and I think a lot of people can relate to this. I'd rather have three intimate close friends versus ten, fifteen, twenty that I see more often. Even that really I don't have that connection with. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather have a smaller circle. Yeah, I agree. And especially as you get older and you just have like bigger life things that come up, you know, it's like, it's nice to have your reliable friends. I wrote down here, and I think this was something you brought up about introverts and extroverts the um because we're certainly the generation of online gaming so like yes i know we had talked briefly about this before and i think your husband josh is a pretty big gamer right um is it josh mm-hmm. or you i'm not i don't know um is it, <laughs> mostly josh mostly not so much josh. online but definitely oh, oh okay definitely well because you had mentioned like how people can be like really extroverted through their like gaming but then oh for sure like actually seeing people face to face is like a totally <laughs> different skill <laughs> yeah oh yeah you got you got keyboard warriors you got yeah. you got you know game console warriors and people who are <laughs> talk a lot of crap a lot uh you know even <laughs> and even just um I don't know. Like, well, I, there's tabletop games too that I think have really become a huge popularity. But you really have more your your close friends, people you really actually enjoy being around. So you're not gonna your your shit talking is gonna be like playful. But with video games and having 
people being so protected by the comforts of the wall, the walls of their room or their house. And then outside of that, they're definitely not going to have that same demeanor. Right. I, don't I feel like so many, and again, I feel like this is really a millennial thing too, that like people want to have a persona that is not mm -hmm. themselves. So like the people that do like cosplay type stuff, like Ren Fair mm -hmm. type stuff, even like in then mm -hmm. gamers that you have like your gaming personality. Like yeah. I feel like that's oh, distinctly millennial that we can't, we would rather have fictional lives and hide behind things. And it makes us feel better than to just be ourselves and like figure out what we want to do. And like, is that, is that like a generational trauma? Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Cause it's like, uh, you know, well, I, I feel like they use that, um, this kind of escape or this, um, fantasy version of themselves, however you want to put it, um, mm -hmm. this persona, um, for a lot of different reasons. I think trauma definitely is one where it's like, you know, I, I, the, the crap that we have been dealt, um, you know, for this generation and a lot of stuff historically has happened for this generation. Um, you know, we had nine 11 when we were in high school and high school in and of itself for a teenager is absolutely traumatizing. And then, so you just, we really got very good at coming up with escapes. And I think, I think that might be the main reason why a lot of us I mean, look at theater for us. Like, I, it was an absolute escape from everything that, with all the pressure and everything, and the the vision, who we we felt we looked like, and why people didn't like us. We thought was because of how we looked or how we acted. So, okay, then I'm gonna opt to be something else. Then, <laughs> entirely, I I definitely think I pretended to be a lot more of a hard ass than I really am. Of course, I'm also six foot and a thicker chick, so I don't, I don't think I had a problem with people believing that I was going to be intimidating, but I'm not, I'm not at all. <laughs> that is one of the things that like, I absolutely love about us because we look completely opposite. Like you're tall, I'm short. You're, you always have yeah. had like black hair or like black and blue or black and red, like whatever. You're always doing cool stuff with your hair and I'm just yeah. like blonde. And then like, you have all the awesome tattoos and I'm just like, nah, I can't ever decide on one. So I just don't have one. Like, <laughs> we look so opposite, but yet we're like so similar. <laughs> I think it would, one funny thing too, with the introvert extrovert, uh, you know, with, I'm sure you can relate to it's, it's the fact that, um, like you said earlier, you know, going, um, you can be an in, an introvert, but when you go out, it's like we can talk and we can be social with strangers. I mean, there was a point where I was drinking other people's drinks, strangers' drinks. Like <laughs> I know, pre-COVID, <laughs> dangerous stuff. Oh well, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. All did that. Like somebody's like, "Hey, look at this shot just sitting here on the table." Like, is anybody drinking that? Like, <laughs> yeah. well, the person walked. Yeah, I got person it. Walked away like five minutes ago. <laughs> I'll go grab it. And we all <laughs> shared everything. Like everybody had each other's germs. <laughs> oh man. Boy, hey, you know what? I've got all the antibodies I need. <laughs> That's true. Her, herd immunity meant <laughs> drinking stranger drinks, I guess. 
see the more clubs you went to, the more immunity you would you would get. So yeah, exactly, it, I, it I, pays I, off to go clubbing, kids out there I, when you turn twenty one. Safely, the liquor be friends, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. don't go by yourself. Like, I'm pretty sure I've gone to clubs by myself. But oh <laughs> no, I like will never. I always go with someone. See, and when I was younger in my earlier twenties, I was such an extrovert. There was no introversion in my in in my personality. I was one hundred percent extroverted, mm-hmm. crawling around on the ground, acting like a crazy <laughs> person, just doing really. I don't even want to say what kind of crap I was getting into, but completely extroverted. Mm-hmm. And now. I maybe have a little bit of extroversion, but I, I probably identify more with an introvert at this point in my life. Mm. I, I wasted it all on them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have a pretty extroverted job. Like not only do I have to like put on a show for the kids every day, but like I have to talk to all of their parents. And then if there's issues that come up, like having to talk to all the people at the school, you know, that sort of thing. And then every year it's a new, new group of kids, new group of parents. So you know, you have to be fairly extroverted, I think, to, to deal with that. Um, Oh, I I agree. But yeah, but I was like, as a kid, I was crazy shy. And for me, like getting into high school and doing theater, like got me out of that shell and like, helped me like, be the loud, obnoxious person I can be today. (laughs) Sometimes I go too far. I am learning that recently that I can be a little bit offensive and I I don't intend to be, but I can make people feel bad with some of my remarks. I walk the fine line of being witty and being just mean. (laughs) I think I'm funny. (laughs) Right. This person's like crying like, you didn't have to say this about my mom. (laughs) Well, no. Okay. I have a little story about that. So <laughs> I might have told you this, mom. but I had a friend in, I, <laughs> I had a friend in high school that, um, invited me camping <clears throat> and it was on an Indian reservation at the time. So it was like super cool. Cause like you could go, you could be underage and you could like drink and everybody's getting high and all this stuff. And you would, you could go like tubing down the river was mm-hmm. like the thing. So anyway, like none of that's important. It just was, it yeah. was just fun. But, um, so my friend and I stayed in a tent and her parents had the camper and we got on the topic of like spiders or something the first night. And she mentioned that she was afraid of spiders. And like, I thought at first she was joking. So I made a couple jokes. And then like with her reaction, like I thought she was still joking. So I kept oh, no. going, like saying that I was like seeing sp- spiders or like there were spiders crawling around or the spiders come out when it gets dark, you know, all this stuff. And it like totally, she started crying. Oh, no. <laughs> like I went way too far. And, <laughs> and I will tell you after, because you absolutely know this person. I'll tell you after who it was, but poor thing. I, but I was like, and that's when I realized like, wow, I can actually be kind of mean. And I, I, but I, it was sort of right. innocent because I thought she was joking. <laughs> and then when she was saying, stop, stop like 10 times. And I didn't, you know, I guess I, oh my God. it was non-consensual. <laughs> There's a bit of Brett Kavanaugh in all of us. And- yeah. <laughs> that 
is uh, that's going to lead into our um, our ill for this week. <laughs> so my ill is, and this comes from teaching children, um, children specifically bloody noses. Oh man! Like they, the the blood just leaks from their faces. <laughs> if it's not their nose, it's their teeth. Like it, the blood just comes out and they don't know how to handle it. And like, there's blood on the floor. Like there was one day there was like mysterious drops of blood, like a trail of blood across my floor. And I couldn't figure out whose nose it came from. It came from somebody in the class. <laughs> <was> like, bleeding. <laughs> right. And then there's like times where like, I'll look over at a kid and it's this year in particular, like, I just have a lot of students that keep getting these bloody noses. I don't know what it is. And like, I'll look over and one random kid will have like blood all down their face and their shirt. And I'm like, honey, go get a oh tissue. <laughs> like, why are you, they sit here with like blood everywhere <laughs> looking at themselves. It's not their first bloody nose. Like, it's not going to magically stop either, you know? So it's like such a it's just oh ew. Ew. then there's blood everywhere like ew i don't want to <laughs> ew bloody noses yeah no, bloody nose yeah oh, all right uh my ill is um so when you're doing your makeup and as if you do it as not as often as i do or no no you don't do it very often like i don't I don't know how to put that in proper English. Um, <laughs> the point is, I don't do my makeup very often. So my products don't always, um, you know, some of them get old, you know, some of the stuff separates. And I don't know any better because I'm not using it as often. So I'm like, oh, this is still good. I barely use it. Um, so I had this uh, primer that I was taking out and uh, I was going to use it as an eye primer. And uh, I went to squirt it out onto... Um, the, the, the top of my hand was, which I think a lot of us, I don't know, use that as a starting palette for a lot of our colors and stuff. Um, so I squirted it out on there. And so this primer is supposed to be skin tone. And when it puked out onto my hand, it was this runny, clear, snot looking substance that just... <laughs> And it was not even, so it had separated essentially is what I'm thinking happened. And I'm like, I just bought you. And so I obviously wasn't able to use it. I tried shaking it up, but it wasn't the kind of tube that you could just shake. And I was just really frustrated. And I just had this clear runny snot consistency. Needless to say, I didn't, I just took the rest of my makeup off and I quit because <laughs> I took that as a sign to, just wash it all off. Yeah. And so that's my ew. A makeup that goes bad before you have a chance to even really use it. Like I get expirations and products and stuff, but come on. Ew. Like what? Yeah. Ugh. Ew. <laughs> Bloody noses and snot makeup. Ew. Snot makeup. <laughs> it's not okay. I'm it's not okay it. with that. <laughs> ew. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> all righty okay guys if you really like listening to our show please don't forget to rate us and follow us and share us with your friends uh we boost that boosts us for people who have never heard of us before and it puts us as a suggestion that they might want to listen to us so give us a follow give us a rating any rating you want it's fine just rate us <laughs> <laughs> on spotify and apple on spotify yes of course no you have to guess 
Find us on Facebook too. We've got um, uh, Midlife Millennials on Facebook and and Instagram now. And Instagram, yes. We are connected. That's the message <laughs> I got earlier. We are connected. Yes, we want uh, to hear your feedback too. Like, let us know what you like. Yeah. Maybe not too much about what you don't like. No. <laughs> We're millennials. We don't handle criticism well. Right. <laughs> you can't tell us. <laughs> tell us some ears, though. Give us some ears. What are ears in your life? I want to leave you guys with this. Be good to yourself. Be good to each other. The end. <laughs>